This is Archer of Archer.com. Today is Thursday, May 6th, 2010. On this episode of Arch Radio, we have Larry Vader. I just said Archer Radio, didn't I? (laughs) On Archer.com, we have Larry Vader. Hi, Larry. Hello, Archer. And we've got Daniel Brewer. Hi, Daniel. Hello, Archer. Welcome so to I'm my- here to provide energy, energy and excitement to the show. Well, and expertise, because I saw on the Twitters that you are an expert at everything. I am practically everything. He knows everything, too. Just ask him. That's <laughs> right. I do. <laughs> well, Frank, well, what do you know about the Pride 48 website? Or the- well, I'm glad that you've asked that, Archer. Uh, as you know, we have the big Pride 48 event uh, coming up this year in June, June 25th through 27th, uh, which I am not hosting this year. That's right. It's Arthur. Sorry, Arthur, who is not here tonight, uh, is hosting the Big Pride 48 event this year, which I believe will be a continuing theme. Really? Just like the Oscars. We'll just have a different host every year. Oh, okay. So that way they can bring their own personality, their own uh, quirks and foibles to the event. Um, But Arthur is going to be – so what's going to happen here is uh, the the Pride 48 site will get its new spruced up uh, pretty look. Um, coming up here rapidly, May 15th, should everything should be there by then. But what we were thinking of doing uh, was starting either immediately after that, like uh, the following week after that or so, is going wall-to-wall on Pride 48. So we would then be 24 hours. And you'd be playing uh, previous episodes of, of other apps. Well, you know, we did that last year, and uh, there were some... You know, there wasn't a lot of you – know, most people that listen to podcasts download the podcast and listen to it. So right. it's kind of silly. Uh, the kind of things that we do that we had success in getting people to listen to were things that weren't included on a podcast. So like sometimes uh, back then I was doing Dubious Intense. We had like pre-show stuff. I know the Adam and Maddie had pre-show stuff that we would repeat. But um, I think what we're going to do this year, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw this out there. I'm going to run this up the flagpole and see who salutes. Okay. Uh, Christ. For the, uh, for the, it's going to cost us about $35 a week to be able to legally play music on Pride 48. Wow. <clears throat> so what I'm thinking is, is if someone would like to sponsor a week on Pride 38 for $35. Pride 38? <laughs> Pride 38. Um, yeah, because we've discounted by 10. Uh, no, if you would like to sponsor a week on Pride 48, then every show that week would give a plug to whatever it is that you were, um, you know, whatever you, whatever you would like. And we will also uh, create some interstitials that will play between the music. So then we would be music other than when there were live shows. And then if people wanted to do little music shows or whatever, they could. And who would be programming that, the music? It would basically be on random. Uh, so it would be... Like your random playlist from, from um, iTunes? Yeah, or, you know, others. So yeah. then, if I if I did a live show, I could play music and not worry about it. Yes, correct. And this is a license for every song, any song at all. That is correct. Wow, I might have to sponsor a week. And then what you could do so, like, if you have a business or something that you would like to plug or whatever, then yeah, then you'll get it heard all week long on Pride Forty Eight. And uh, so there you go. So that's what I'm running up the flagpole there. 
So you're asking for some feedback from all of these listeners? Yeah, and I'm just saying because if, if if we do this, you know, I would love to do it for the entire month of June, which is for, you know, well, there's three weeks in June before the event. Um, no, I guess four if you count the event. So you know, at the very least, if we could get four sponsors, um, but if we could get more than that, then we could start earlier. Or lower the cost per week. Well, it, it, unfortunately, we have to pay the – it's not like, oh, I'm going to put $35 in my pocket. And that's what it costs to actually uh, be legal. I know, I understand that, but I mean if you had six people – Oh, I see. Weeks, have multiple, multiple sponsors during a, a week. Yeah. Then someone could sponsor for $17.50 with somebody else with $17.50. Well, people could pool their resources if they But want. really, it's $35. I $35, and you get to reach threes or fours of people. Uh, whatever message you would like. Now, I understand on the LFC nights, they have as many as 30 people. The Pride 48 servers, uh, we can actually accommodate 200 simultaneous listeners. Um, I think the most we've ever had was 80 or so. Um, but that can I'm, – I'm hoping to, to beat that this year. Well, I was thinking that um, somebody had 86 that last Pride weekend. No, that's probably – I was thinking it was my – it might have been me. No. Yeah, <laughs> it totally probably was. I have no idea. <laughs> it probably was. It was probably Archer. He had 86 people because you know. But I yeah. can't get four tonight. <laughs> you got five right now. Oh, jeez. <laughs> and that's with Mr. Vader cutting off his stream. Yeah, no, I'd, I'd turned off the stream and the fan. That's right. If, if Larry and I hung up right now and listened, you'd have seven. Well, wow. actually, if you both hung up, we wouldn't be um, hearing anything because my nice cast is pulling from the uh, live uh, Skype call. So once the call goes dead, my nice cast goes dead. No, nice cast will keep working. You just, your voice, you would have to. Yeah, add no your one would hear me. Yeah. yeah. You, you so it'd be to... like a big fatty show. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. Pretty much. Right. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or Berg Friday. So, yeah, and um, I'm kind of excited. I know uh, Lala Lauren is working on some new graphics for the Pride 48 site, so hopefully those will uh, be coming up soon, and uh, there you go. Very cool. So, So, there you go. That's what's going on in Pride 48. All right, good night. Thank you for that update. I really do appreciate it. So, Larry, what's new with you? Anything? Other than having the death plague for the past week and a half, you know I'm good. What kind of death play are you talking about? Uh, well, I don't really want to talk about it. It's not like it's overly personal, but um, – so I thought I had strep throat, right? Mm-hmm. So I go to the doctor and he's like, oh, God, there's something growing in there. You know, gross. Um, oh, my. <laughs> so he gives me like the really good pills or whatever. Well, at first I thought I had swine flu, so – but then it came back, so he thought it was strep throat. So we go to the doctor, but the pills didn't cure it. So it turns out that, wait for it, Mr. Vader has adult mono. <gasps> oh, my Does anyone goodness. want to guess how long that lasts? Oh, like a month. Uh, on the short side, it lasts a month. What movie was that where somebody was like, I thought I had mono, but it turns out I was just bored. <laughs> right. Right. Well, like the thing is like I've had a sore throat, like a painfully sore throat for weeks and like they couldn't figure out what it was. Um, but anyway, so But, but isn't mono um, part of being like run down or you know you're wearing yourself out? 
it is it is a virus that it is mononucleosis. Yeah, um, the, actually, it's the Epstein Barr virus, but um, but it like you could get mono like <laughs> oh, it's hard to explain. But wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. So we've gone from you getting the swine flu from the Asians to now you're getting the Jewish disease from the right. Epstein Barr. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, no, no, no. Like it makes you feel run down, but it's actually a virus. Like, um, so then, do they give you like um, antibiotics or something? Well, they gave me antibiotics for the stuff, right? Um, told me to not eat sun chips in compostable bags, but um, <laughs> but like, there's absolutely it's a virus. There's nothing they can do um, other than let it take its course, uh, which means I've been sitting on my sofa. For seven damned days. I went into work a couple of times briefly, um, but every time I was so exhausted when I got there that I just had to leave after I did one or two things. You know, well, so why weren't you Why weren't you doing a show on Pride 48 the whole time? It could have been uh, Larry from the couch. Because yeah. I don't have – like this is straining my voice. I'll make it a few minutes and then I'll just have to stop talking because I'll start coughing because my throat feels like it's got a pen sticking in it. Oh, cough. Well, when you oh. need to cough, just make sure that you mute yourself. Well, I don't know how to do that. but um, Right there on the Skype thing, there's a little mute button. I'm sure enough there is. How about that? <laughs> I didn't you even learn have Skype. You something new every day. But now, now, Lurie Dean reminds me, because I remember as a younger gentleman, that when someone had mono, we would always say, oh, who were you kissing? Right. It's spread like primarily by uh, saliva, mucus, that kind of body. I mean, I guess any bodily fluids. So it has the, I mean, people call it the kissing disease, but. So then who were you kissing? Well, see, here's the thing. In, a, in kids, it's like a 10-day incubation period. In adults, it's a 60 to 90-day incubation period. Holy crap. So I, I mean, you know, it's not like I make out with a bunch of people, but like that's a long time ago to remember if I shared a glass from anyone, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. literally. So, do you like, have to um, notify all your um, sexual partners? Um, I guess technically, but except that in 60 to 90 days, there haven't exactly been that many there, Archer. So that's um, not really an issue. You know, uh, d- didn't you share a drink with Stephen from Wisconsin? You I gave did. Stephen mono. Actually, maybe Stephen gave me mono. Mm. Ooh, that's true. Yeah. Um. And Laurie Dean said he had it when he was 17. I had it when I was 15. Um, and I had a very light case, and so apparently you're not supposed to be able to get it again, but I did. I've never had it. Well, well then don't kiss Mr. Vader. Yeah, seriously, well, knock on wood. They say after 35, it's very unlikely that you could get it. I guess you just develop certain immunities or whatever. Well, but I'm not 35 yet, so I guess I should be right. careful. <laughs> right, neither of you are 35 yet. So Right, yeah. Oh, by yeah. the way, this is my birthday month, and I'll be turning 46 this year. Whatever. Uh, At the end of the month. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Saturday. It's your fake birthday month. Saturday your real, your real birthday month's in October. We all know that. Yeah. We all know that, Archer. Yeah. Honestly. <laughs> yeah. So um, I do have a couple topics. Are you interested in talking about something? Uh, let's hear what they are first. Okay. I have a list here. We can talk I about- love how we're like, well, maybe, not really. Well, because <laughs> let's see what piques his interest. How about that? Mm-hmm. We have mm-hmm. the car bomb in New York City. Mm-hmm. We have the National Day of Prayer. Mm-hmm. We have the George Wreckers and the Rent Boy thing. Mm. I don't know anything about that. Are you hey, as a Rent Boy, as a Rent Boy, he wasn't that cute? No, he was not. I agree with that. Um, then we have the um, 
drill baby drill or is it spill baby spill the oil spill to talk about? <laughs> oh, see, he's made a funny with that. <laughs> I tried. <laughs> because he's rhymed the rhetoric. Well, we love to rhyme a natural disaster. <laughs> there you go. Hurricane Katrina, Hurricane Katricia. There ain't nothing natural about an oil spill. I was going to say that. <laughs> well, a disaster, not a natural. A disaster involving natural things that are no uh, longer natural. Yeah, because that oil is under the layer or whatever. Anyway. anyway, the last thing is the uh, DOMA case that's in court right now, and that was suggested by Tom from Boston. I, you know, I saw the, him suggest that on the Twitters, uh-huh. but I don't think that's really something – I mean, it, are any of us going to take a position against? <laughs> no, actually, I don't think we would. You're right. So um, so you're right. There's actually – I mean, that would be a great topic to have on, you know, where you had people on different sides of it and everything. But I think really it's kind of preaching to the choir. Well, that's right. true. But I think um, oh, some of the uh, stuff that the court, that the uh, judge was saying mm-hmm. was like clearly in our favor. And I also think it's interesting that they're not um, arguing the, the cases or the whole DOMA thing. They're actually arguing one point in the whole um DOMA law, uh, point three that says – I'm trying to find it here now, damn it. He's right. bringing it up on his iPad. You, Oh, my God. You are absolutely right. I am. I have it just, Which is why it's taking so fucking long. No, no, no. It's there, but um, I can't find where I had it in the paragraph. That's my problem. <laughs> I don't know if it was on page one or page I two. I have misplaced my iPad. <laughs> you what? It, no, it's here in the house, but in one of my feverish – because I, I have a constant fever, by the way. So in one of my feverish stupors, I put it in a drawer or something, and I don't know where I put it. Oh, my gosh. We need that like back to your iPhone thing with the back to the iPad thing. Well, except I don't have – He's mobile. got a fever. Oh, that's true. I don't have mobile media. He does have a fever, and you're lucky that right now I'm having a clear moment. Um, Lucky for us, yeah. Did you say clear or queer? I'm a little bit of both. I was out actually driving because I had to leave the house. I was like, I've been sitting on the sofa for days. Like, I was like, I'm just going to get in the car and just cruise around with the windows down in the heat. Oh, you thought you were driving. You could have. It could have been a. It okay. actually could have all been a hallucination. It's true, but I'm sorry. I hate to do this to you, but I do have breaking news. So uh, what's that? Breaking news. <laughs> This just in from the Where Are They Now department. Uh, Big Ricky is at the Ling's Buffet. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's funny. Mm -hmm. We will miss his contribution here on the uh, Archer Group show. Yes, I think I think in his in his honor, we should just uh, go ahead and make his contribution now. Foulmonkeys.com, which is the the only thing he ever says on the damn show. (laughs) That's all we ever let him get in there. So um, we should actually, if he if he changes positions, we should keep track of that. What during the show? That's right. So I, I noticed that nowhere on your 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 topic list there, yeah, which which was which is a fine topic list. Uh, I noticed that nowhere on there did you really you didn't have anything about um, the whole Apple Adobe uh, smackdown that's going on. Well, because I'm I'm not a I don't really care about that because oh that's kind of a big deal. <laughs> yeah, I know it's a big deal, but um. I just know that Apple's going to win in the end. I don't think it's a case of uh, of Apple winning. I I think it's a case. Well, I mean, but then again, yeah, you know, I I think 
the real issue becomes HTML5 versus Flash. And, well, and that's what I was just going to say. Did you see like three people today had decided that they're going to adopt the video part of HTML5 and get rid of the and, Flash? Ooh, and that's tricky too because the video part of HTML5 right now is not decided upon standard-wise, and that is a, a minefield waiting to happen. The H.264 codec, which uh, people are leaning towards now for the, well, are pretty much using right now for the, is royalty-free until 2012. And uh, the MP3LA group that owns the patent on that is talking about $5 million in licensing fees for that. For H.264? I thought Apple developed that codec. Yeah, Apple did. Nope, the patent is owned by MP3LA. Look at that. Really? Okay. I thought for sure it was Apple too. And, well, no, the reason that Apple went with H.264 as opposed to the Og Thesaurus or Theoris or whatever the open standard one was is because there is some overlap there and they're worried about submarine lawsuits, much like uh, Apple just filed against HTC. Wow. So it's, it's kind of like this little minefield out there right now. We don't really have an open video standard. But that's, you know, what Flash does is, is minor video. We don't really need Flash to do video. No, I don't think so either. Well, but no one can tell me what they're doing with Flash that you couldn't do with, you know, CSS or JavaScript or... Oh, no, absolutely. I was going to say, I think, I think my videos on my site run with JavaScript. Uh, yeah, I, I hate it. And I think the other thing, as as bloggers and podcasters, if I may speak to that community, uh, we really seriously need to get off this this little thing right now. We need to start thinking mobile because that's where most of the of the world is heading right now. If you look at the usage trends, it's like if your site isn't mobile friendly right now, then you you've got some problems. Well, then I need to learn how to make it mobile friendly because well, I, what are you I using? agree. I'm using uh, WordPress. There's a mobile lot. There's a mobile plugin for WordPress that will yeah. switch it to a mobile friendly for when it sees a mobile browser. Oh, I'll have to look up that plugin. Yeah, it's pretty easy, Archer. And do Even you have if, that for um, Little Fatty Cast? Mm, it should be there. If it's, I mean, granted, grant for podcasts, it's not that big of a deal because most people don't go to our websites. Right. right. I mean, they, they download our stuff. But, but no, Daniel, they do kind of go to the websites. That's what the disconcerting part is. Well, I've been trying to go to my website every day with the iPad so that I can – so a, a statistic will show up showing the iPad. Ah. Yeah, but it's not a unique – you're just, I mean, you're still just one unique visitor. That's right. Well, but sometimes I go through other people's um, Wi-Fi or my... Um, yeah, well, he, he, only has, he only has like five people looking at his blog. So that's one-fifth of it is now the other. Ah, well, let's just look at the, the, the site meter for just today, for example. Oh, already today, 40 people have come to my... Oh, 40 unique people have come to the website. Mm-hmm. Oh, Arthur just came into the chat room because, you know, he's far too busy to be on this conference call. And so instead he comes, goes all the way into the chat room just to say the mobile plugin for WordPress is crap. <laughs> it borks pages. I mean, so he, clearly Arthur has time to listen. Right. He yeah. He couldn't, he couldn't have tweeted that or, you know, done anything like that. No, no, no. He had to, like, uh, go out, come into the chat room, log into the chat room, and then type that out. And he's far, far too busy to be on the. Uh, <laughs> I'm working. Whatever. You, clearly, you had time to go into the chat room. You can't be working too hard if you were listening to what we we're saying. Well, then that. Well, anyway, that is something I have to look into then because I, I want my site to be able to um, load properly or whatever on mobile devices. 
I mean, and, but you know what that also means, though? That means I'm going to have to keep, I have to go back to converting my videos to the ones that will play on mobile devices. And I hated doing that. Actually, if you just, uh, you know, one of the, the first browser that is fully HTML5 compatible is Safari, especially the mobile Safari. Um, if you go and take a look at Ustream right now, they're just doing pure, you know, H.264, HTML5 for their videos. Uh, no, no plugins, no anything. Uh, you can, I sent Arthur a couple of links. Most of the browsers right now will do a HTML5 video. So Chrome will do it, Safari will do it, um, Firefox will do it, and Internet Explorer might. <laughs> okay, so then what I have to do is figure out how to now do my videos in HTML5 is what you're saying. Right, which is really incredibly easy. It's just an embed tag. Right, yeah. And is yeah. You're probably, you're probably already using the H.264 codec. Well, yeah. I definitely am with my um, when I make the videos. Yes, yeah. right. So if you put it in to, with the HTML, if you use the HTML5 embed codes there, and there's if you go and do a Google search on HTML5 video embed, you'll find there's some CSS code that if they're not HTML5 compatible, they'll send them a link to download it or whatever. Right. HTML5 video. Uh, what did you call it? Embed. embed. Okay. All right. I will bookmark that. And, and uh, it, it will also do it with audio. It, it will also embed audio in the new HTML5 um, okay, stuff. Gonna, bookmark that, I, and I'll come back to I it later. I think you're – Archer mm, – yeah. I'm just looking. I think you're actually doing it kind of right. Really? Yeah. Hold on. Did you – What did you? how are you figuring that out? Clearly, it pains him to say that. It does not. Okay, just wait. Um, it's close. Um, I don't, you're opening in a pop-up, but I think. Is that a bad thing? I don't like pop-ups, but I that's just either. a preference thing. Yeah, but. I don't, I don't think that's wrong. Oh, you know why I don't like the, uh, uh well, maybe, maybe it's different in HTML5, but the, uh, I don't like the little bar that plays the, you know, shows the little controls. I want to get rid of that. Well, here's my question. On a pop-up, what happens on an iPad? Oh. New window. Yeah, I was gonna so say just, mine opened a new window. Well, yeah. With a video, it uh, how does it? It'll go full screen, won't it, Archer? Isn't I think that's how it. I don't know. Let me go to my site and see. If you all you have to do is grab the video with your fingers and flick it, and it'll go full screen. But I don't know. It'll probably open it in a new window. But who knows, really? Well, there you go. <clears throat> um, the, it, did, it, what, it opened a new window. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, wow, that looks pretty good on the iPad. Let me turn it and see if it goes full screen. Oh, my God, it totally did. <gasps> oh, my God, that's amazing. So that's a good thing, right? Wait, 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 let me get this straight. A piece of technology did something that you expected it to do. That is amazing. Hey, that's pretty good quality, though, big screen. Well, that's what's so good about that Kodak is that it scales yeah. really well. Hey, I'm really pleased with that. Well, there you go. Right, now, how do I stop it? Oh, there's yeah. a, you can't you stop. There's you can't stop. stop the signal. No, I just meant to pause it. All right, well, that's pretty cool. The uh, yeah, in Pride Forty Eight, when we come up with our new site on the fifteenth, it will be HTML five compliant. So hopefully, from the uh, mobile device, much like before, although a little bit nicer, uh, you'll be able to to get to everything without well, having to worry about where to go. Okay, then. So if my video is working on. My iPad. Does that mean it's already HTML5? Because this is the this is the uh, mobile browser Safari on the iPad, right? 
Um, it's more complicated than that because you there was I don't know what embed you were using before because the embed tag has always existed in HTML5. It's just been up to the browser as to how to interpret it. Um, well, I've always used this. Whatever yeah. there is now, this is what I've used since day one. Yeah, you're gonna have to go do some searching on it. All right. But regardless, that is that is the 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 way of the world. We we are moving yeah. that way, and, and we're not turning. We're not going back. We're not okay, going so, back. So then you're saying then that Adobe will um, abandon? Um, God no. No, Adobe's, no, not gonna, Adobe's not going to abandon anything. Look at some of their technology that's out there. They're st- like Fireworks is still bundled with Creative Suite. Mm. Oh, okay. I mean, Fireworks has been dead for how many years? I was going to say, I remember that from a long time ago. Yeah. yeah. What, was, what I, has happened, what I, what I believe has happened, is that the iPad and the iPhones have become so um, important, especially with Twitter. And if you really think down to the details of how most people use Twitter. It's a link factory, right? Hey, here's this article here. Hey, there's it. So we're, we're constantly going to different websites from Twitter links. And a lot of people are doing that mobily. So a lot of sites that had Flash are kind of shying away from it now it, just because they're losing that iPhone traffic. It's very difficult to participate in the social media marketplace and, and not be mobile friendly. Okay, I think... God, I, I killed that conversation. Well, I was try- I'm so. trying to figure out oh, what, you, was, what you're saying. Yeah. What do you mean, trying to figure out what I'm saying? Say that I'm again. I'm just saying that, that you, said, you said Adobe is going to abandon Flash. Well, right. I was asking you, so, so does that mean that they're going to abandon oh, it? No, they're not no. going to abandon it. I just think people who are using Flash are shying away from it now if they are participating in the mobile world. So if you're a big player, in the, you know, if you survive off of other people's traffic to get to you, uh, news organizations, uh, The Onion, uh, any place that you're, you're do, you know, Mashable, any place that's doing uh, social networking and relying on links coming out of Twitter and Facebook to, to people to get to your content um, in participating in the RSS feed world, whatever, you're going to be shying away from Flash because you, you can't afford to exclude those people with the iPads and the iPhones from... Right. I see what you're saying, yes. So it's, it's more of a case of, I, I think Flash will... Adapt I mean, Flash has been dying on the vine for years. I mean, we all hate Flash. I, I don't think you'll find anyone out there that's going to say Flash is the greatest thing since sliced bread. You know, it's oh, so you will cool. trust me. But if, I mean, anybody who has a computer that watches their resource meters just go to a fucking crawl just because you've got two stupid ads on a page that are in Flash. You know, it's, right. Flash is a huge fucking hog. Well, well didn't the uh, president of Adobe or whatever the chairman of Adobe or whatever say last week? Uh, was talking about it and, and defending himself on Flash with um, Steve Jobs' uh, tirade last yeah, week. Yeah, of course they were. That's his so job. He's touting it. Okay, he's the CEO of Adobe. What do you, what do you expect? Right. To, yeah, you're right. It's crap. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what happens is when you when you when you transition into the mobile marketplace, um, mm-hmm. you you have to focus on resources far far more than you do on the desktop. Right? I can throw more RAM here. I can throw a bigger processor in here. I can. I can throw more shit at my machine here to make it handle things. Uh, I can't do that on a mobile device, right? So I've, I've got to find things that work well on a mobile device. So they have to be very resource uh, friendly. They have to be very lightweight. They have to, you know, be very flexible. And that's, you know, and that's where if you go and look at the trends right now, it's like you know most people the, the mobile web usage is skyrocketing, like far more than than broadband was when it first came out 
Well, it's affordable. I mean, you know, pure and simple. It's affordable. Well, it's not only affordable, but but we don't have that problem. We don't have the problem of wiring it like we did with broadband, right? There's still areas of the country that don't have broadband available to them because it's not worth it for the cable company to go in and drop the copper or drop the fiber. Right. Uh, Well, my parents who live 25 minutes from you can't get any of that. It's like, but in the mobile marketplace, you know, they put up a cell tower with 3G capabilities. There you go. Now they got broadband for a wide area of people. Oh my God. I wish AT&T would put up some damn, more damn cell towers. Ugh. You know, and that's the the problem is that AT&T has made so much damn money off this. And they're just now talking about upgrading their network. It's, it's right. sad. Well, now, Archer, I will say this about DC. For larger cities, it it seems to me to be far superior than San Francisco or um, Atlanta or yeah, any I, place that has a huge saturation. Well, yeah, I, mean, I, I actually would agree with you because right here in the DC area, I have a full five bars right this minute. Yeah, but I'm, it, what I was complaining about was when you drive 45 minutes to an hour outside of, outside of DC, you're still, I, I have totally lost a signal. Oh yeah. I mean, but especially 3G because that isn't the iPad 3G only. Yes, it is. Unfortunately, yeah. yeah. Oh, so you so, don't get the edge fallback. Yeah, you don't get that. It doesn't have that receiver in it. So, um, yeah, because like me with my iPhone, I have the classic. I'm very classic. Um, <laughs> the classic. It's vintage. Excuse me. I'm the right. vintage it's iPhone. Vintage. I have service almost everywhere because their edge network does cover. Yeah. You know, the 3G network, though, if you look at their 3G coverage, it's not so good outside of major metropolitan areas, including the Charleston area. So, yeah, between here and between Columbia and Charleston, which is what sixty miles, ninety. 70? Okay, mm-hmm. ninety miles. So, yeah, between my house and Mister Vader's house, uh, we have 3G right up into the edge of Columbia. And then we have nothing but edge until we're literally in Charleston. So right. it's – it's it, and we did the same thing in Florida, right? I mean when we drive from here to Florida, it's like we don't have 3G anywhere down the major highway, um, you know, down I-95 all the way down. Because there are no major cities. Right. right. Well, until you hit Jacksonville. Then you get 3G for a little while and then it goes dead again. But this is – as I'm saying, this is, this is a, a symptom of not having enough cell towers to have the signal, right? Oh, absolutely. Well, it, well and it's not it's – not, a lack of cell towers, it's a lack of upgraded cell towers. They have the right. hardware in place. They already have the tower. They've already pulled all the permits. They, the tower's structure is there because you can make phone calls and you can get edge. But they didn't spend the money to upgrade those towers to handle 3G. Oh, damn. So that's, that's the real kick in the ass. It's, yeah, like, it's not like they have to build new towers. They just have to spend the money to upgrade the ones they have. And that's what I meant when I said that was that I, I don't see that problem. But you you know because I have the edge network which is the original tower but Archer can't see that so oh I see what you're saying okay. yeah so there is they have covered they probably have great coverage at the boyfriend's house right but not, well let me ask you let me ask uh, you this I Archer. couldn't get a signal oh you're saying the edge network yeah yeah, right. yeah 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 right which is voice you know and yeah let me let me ask you this Archer what do you pay what do you pay for your monthly service well I only um have one month so far and it was twenty nine dollars twenty nine ninety nine. And that's going to be what it is? Is twenty nine ninety nine? If I keep it going, yes. $30, okay. $30 a month, yeah. $30 a month. For, and un, who, for unlimited. Well, there's limits. Yeah. <laughs> um, you just 
You just won't reach it. Uh, what is the what is your cell phone carrier? Sprint. See, no, this is what shocked me because I thought it was Sprint. I don't understand why you didn't just go with the regular iPad, the non three G version, and then just get the Sprint MiFi. You know, I thought I swear to God I did think about that because too. that it would have ultimately been about the same cost, but you would have gotten coverage everywhere. Well, I it would have been well. No, it's actually I think it's fifty nine dollars a month because I looked I looked that up myself actually. Yeah, I I know I thought about that because I kept saying that commercial with that little thing and they, all like four people in the family are running off it. But that's their four G network, right? However, it would it turns it into a Wi Fi spot, right? Yeah, turns it into a Wi, and it goes both off. It goes off of both their four G and their regular data network. Yeah, so I'm just I'm just saying. I mean, it was a viable option that I, I think. Um, yeah, it just surprised me that you would have jumped onto the AT&T bandwagon just with all the trouble that AT&T has. I mean, just to give you an idea, we're coming up for renewal in June, and I doubt we're going to continue with iPhones. We will probably move over to uh, the Incredible. See, my um, my uh, cell phone service is up in August, August 15th, and yeah. I don't know what to do if I should stick with Sprint or change to something else. I would change to somebody that has Android phones, to be quite honest with you. Not you, because you're an Apple fanboy and you're going to do whatever the fuck Apple but, tells you to do. But I don't need an iPhone. Now that I have this iPad, I don't need an iPhone. Mm-hmm. I was going to get one. Because if, if, before this iPad was even introduced, it was my plan to get an iPhone at the next change in my plan. All right. But now I'm not going to. All right. Well, then it doesn't really matter who you're with. Switch yeah, to... Mm. Yeah, switch to AT&T if they're going to give you a dividend. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to step on your words there, Mr. Bain. Just step on me, Daniel. Step <laughs> on me. Don't tread on me. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. Say what you're going to say. Uh, well, no. I don't know what I was going to say now. I have a point. But well, while you're thinking about it, let me tell you something. I'll just think well, I mean, you know, if you don't even use the cellular telephonic device, do you? No, I do not. We get 450 minutes a month and we maybe use 30 minutes. Because <laughs> I share the line with my boyfriend. Right. Right. I, I really don't use the phone that much. I use my iPhone all the time. I use the web stuff on it. I use yeah. you know, all the apps, but I rarely make phone calls. Well, yeah, I'm the same way, Daniel. Like, I don't talk that much because yeah, I do love talking, but I just don't make many phone calls. Well, Larry, you probably don't have this on your iPad, but there's a um, cellular network data, little uh, general control panel thing, whatever, and it tells you how much you've used, like how many, how much uh, megabytes have you've received right. on your iPad. Right, I have it on my phone, yeah. I've had it for less than a week. It'll be a week tomorrow. How much do you think I have used in a week's time? Uh, oh, two gig. No, I would say more like 150 megabytes. 655 megabytes. 655 so the 250 megabyte thing was gone like the first two days, I think. So, so it's a good thing I went with the unlimited. Well, except that you could have used it on your wireless network. Yeah. But there's but, not always a wireless network. No, but you're not getting charged for that. I'm no, not getting charged for this either. It's unlimited. No, no. Okay, but with the 660 meg, is that total or is that only on 3G? That's only on 3G because it says cellular network data, 655 megabytes. So do you have it using your wireless network in your house as well? It's on, but I'm using the Wi-Fi right now. You're using Wi-Fi? Yes, because it's faster. 
Well, yeah, of course it's faster. Right. Okay. But, so but that's this week. But here's the thing. I can't get Wi-Fi at my work because it's a secure network and I don't want to sure. have them do anything with my information. So all sure. this week I've been using AT&T in my classroom and it's been a full five-bar signal. Right, right, right. Which is a, a great use of it. Absolutely. But, yeah. Can I see that on my phone? Boy, we've just gone off into uh, no man's um, land. It's in, I think it's in settings. Right there it is. Yeah, usage. Yeah, mine's under usage. Let's see. And it says cellular s- network data. I've used three gigs. Since when though? Since you start? Since you started the phone? I don't know. It says current period: fourteen days, seven hours. You have used three gig in seven days and fourteen hours. <laughs> Mm, oh, it says last reset never. So I'm guessing that that's total. Oh, that is total. Yeah, where do yeah. I find that again, Daniel? Under settings, general usage. Lifetime. I've used. Like, but no, I don't know. Who knows? Yeah, oh, like I've used 1.6 gigs is what it says. So It's fascinating. I was yeah. going to say, Jeff Delaney in the chat room saying, is this a tech show? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's turned right, so, into one. <clears throat> so your bomber story is boring. Um, I agree. Just because what, what the hell do you say? Right. Know. The motherfucker was crazy. He's, yeah, he's an American citizen. And then you've got, uh, who's he, what's it? You know, Joe Lieberman wanting to give the State Department the ability to decide who's an American citizen or not. Well, or be able to retroactively remove their American citizenship, which is so ridiculous in the Constitution that it couldn't happen. But and, and it's, the stupid thing is, is that Rachel Maddow made the point. It's like we we don't read people's Miranda rights because they're American citizens. We read them if they're arrested in America, regardless of who they are or where they're from. I mean, that's the whole point. I know. When they said that kind of crap, I was like, well, of, course, <clears throat> of course they're going to read him as Miranda rights. He's an American citizen. Yeah. All right, so your, your bomber story, not so much. All right, so All what's right. your next one there? National yeah. Day of Prayer, because today is the National Day of Prayer. And we don't, I don't think any of us here are Christians. I know, but I want to tell a story and then um, give you a little, because there's currently a court case um, challenging the National Day of um, Prayer. Which be- I agree with. Because it's being endorsed by the government. Yes. And actually, if I just read this one little part here. From the uh, judge who, uh, Judge Crabb, said on April 15th of this year, in my view of the case law, government involvement in prayer may be consistent with the Establishment Clause when the government's conduct serves a significant secular purpose and is not a call for religious action on the part of citizens. McCrary County, Kentucky versus American Civil Liberties Union, um, blah, 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 That was the court case. Um, Unfortunately, Section 119 cannot meet that test. It goes beyond mere acknowledgement of religion because its sole purpose is to encourage all citizens to engage in prayer, an inherently religious exercise that serves no secular function in this context. In this instance, the government has taken sides on a matter that must be left to individual conscience. When the government associates one set of religious beliefs with the state and identifies non-adherence to as outsiders it encroaches upon the individual's decision about whether and how to worship so so accordingly she concludes or he concludes i don't know if it's she or he uh, they conclude that section 119 violates the establishment clause and therefore this lawsuit can go forward 
So I thought that was interesting. Which and, and some, the, go ahead. I was going to say, and then the story I want to tell that happens to go along with this was um, at school. Uh, this one lady um, has taken a week off because her husband's in the hospital having brain surgery and all this stuff. Well, one of her colleagues sent out an email to the entire staff yesterday. The title says, I hope I don't offend. And then the message says, please keep Kim in your prayers today while her husband is going through blah, blah, blah. I was instantly offended because why are you using the school, you know, the Yeah, county? but he'd, if I saw an email with a message, I hope I don't offend, I probably wouldn't read it. Because chances are they would. <laughs> well, they did. Well, I instantly wrote her back, and I cc'd the principal on it. And that girl was down in my room within five minutes apologizing mm-hmm. for offending. Because I, I brought in all the terms you're, not, you're supposed to use. Like, um, I don't think religion should be brought in the workplace. Um, I don't think I should be forced to uh, be reminded of people's religious activities, blah, blah, blah. And my principal totally backed me on it and talked to her and said, you have to stop sending those out. So, yeah, and it's it just feeds into their whole you know we're an oppressed subgroup or whatever, which is total bullshit. But you mean the atheist? No, the Christians. Oh, that's bullshit. I mean, that's their whole thing now, right? Oh, the Christianity's under attack. Oh, we're 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 under just just for saying a prayer, we're under attack. That's bullshit. Yeah, it is bullshit. Because they're it's pushing kind of like, their, their prayers onto other people. What, I mean, if, especially if they're Christian, oh. it's like the Bible says, like, don't make your prayers public. And it's like right. it's like right there in the damn Bible. Stupid. So um, I'm hoping this court case goes through and they shoot, shoot down the National Day of Prayer that the government has to get rid of that law. It's not going to happen. Because it was written into law in 1950. Why not? Why won't it happen? It totally is, she's totally right about that. Because, well, maybe it might. The courts might have a chance. I mean, any political movement on this, it's, it's like the third rail of politics. You're not going to – because we – and I and I mean this, we as in a, a, the royal we, not us specifically, uh, claim to be a Christian nation, right? Every single time people are asked, are you, are you a Christian? They always fucking say yes, even though they, they don't live their life in any kind of a Christian way whatsoever, but they love to say that they're Christians. Uh, and then people love to point at those polls and go, 80% of America is Christian. Um, what happens is is that you, you, you know, politically it's a third rail. You can't – that's why no politician is going to stand up and say, oh, I'm an atheist. Well, that's true. They're not, to, they're not going to. As part of this uh, background information here, it says two stated intentions of the National Day of Prayer were that it would be a day when adherents of all great religions could unite in prayer. And that it may one day bring renewed respect for God to all the peoples of the world. Except for the people that don't believe in God. Exactly. So that, since they have God in that statement, I think that's why um, the court case will be going through. Because then you're, you're endorsing God. What if people, um, you know, uh, worship Buddha or whatever? That's not God. Well, as far as I know, I'm not going to get into that stuff. But <laughs> he's a statue. Um, the I'm sorry. The the people in the chat room were asking if this was the show about the Hulu movies. No, that would be Auntie Vera's new show that we're trying to get her to do on Pride 48, which is Friday night uh, Hulu movies with Vera. And she would love to hear from you at Auntie Vera at gmail dot com. 
So Gary on Maine and Dallas says, Archer, would it be all right to say, remember the person who's having surgery? Yes, Gary in Maine. That was exactly what I said. In, well, I didn't say the message. I talked to the person afterwards. I said, all you should have said is, think about Kim and her family today. I usually say, keep such and such in your thoughts. You know, and that's like, fine. That's pretty much how I, because I'm terrified of getting fired these days. So, like, I'm really careful about things like that. But, well, when yeah. you start your when you start your email message with "I hope you're I hope I don't offend," uh, you're totally going to offend somebody. So why would you send it? Well, it also means that you know that what you're doing is wrong. <laughs> like, exactly. Yeah. No, but but if if you did it the other way around, right? Like, uh, send positive energy towards the third chakra for Kimberly, who is you know having surgery today, or something, some Wiccan ritual or something. Then they would be the first ones screaming about it. Oh, absolutely, because it's, that's, that's not Christian, <laughs> right? Right. But anyway, all right. So uh, we we've beat that dead horse. Move on. All right. Let me see. The other one is the um, what you didn't want to hear was the um, court case about Doma. No, but there was some before that because the, the, the court case about Doma was like the end of the list. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let me go back to my list. Excuse me. Let's see. Okay. Uh, the Car Bomb in New York, uh, National Day of Prayer. Oh, the George Rakers thing and the Rent Boy. The guy who, oh, who was yeah. the, one of the original founding members of, was it Focus on the Family? Yeah. I don't he's know got a, about this. Wait. All right. Basic. Well, he's not a public figure. He's not like the the television personality. He's kind of like the guy behind these things. Yeah, but what he was touting these days is the ex-gay ministry things. No, yeah, I know. He, he's just, all you need to know is it's just yet another right-winger who does everything they can uh, you know, against gay rights, who then, you know, turns out, surprise, surprise, <laughs> is, you know, having some little rent boy. Anyway, he, he hired a rent boy for a week from the website rentboys.com. Okay, uh, I'm reading, yeah, okay, yeah, gotcha. He got, he got he went on this trip, and then they – he doesn't deny that he met the kid on rentboys.com, but he's now trying to pass it off as, I had uh, back surgery, and I couldn't carry my bag, so I just hired him to carry my luggage. However, did you and, see the picture on Joe My God with him picking up the luggage? <laughs> yes. And just like Jesus, I'm associating with these sinners um, you know, to, to try and save them. And uh, anyway, the rent boy finally like came out, no pun intended. But uh, he didn't even know who this guy was, so he didn't realize this was a big story. Um, so he, I believe, gave an interview to The Advocate, and there's a picture of him. You can find it online. I think if you go to The Advocate, you can find it. But you know, he's not really that attractive. I don't, I don't know that I would pay him for But now there was an actual uh, topic brought up on Joe My God about people getting mad at Joe My God because he named the rent boy. But it turns out that he wasn't the first one to name the rent boy, that it came out um, the advocate or somewhere else. Like, okay, it was a tweet of the day from Revert Star. I don't know. It says, outing a 20-year-old, um, Lucianne disqualifies you as an LGBT activist. You're a disgusting hack, jaded without passion, compassion for youth. Wait a second, wait a second. Last I checked, 20 years old is an adult in virtually every country. Yeah. It's like what... I could almost see their point if they were outing some 15-year-old or somebody who was 17 or whatever. He's an adult. Right. And it was and, un- and it was unzipped. How do you out too. someone who advertises themselves publicly on rentboy.com? Well, the people were giving him shit about it, but it, it actually it was unzipped.com that let it let his name out first. But still, 
the kid's already given an interview to the advocate. That just that constantly blows my mind. You know, it, uh, what arbitrary line do we draw here? The arbitrary line that we have created, at least legally, is 18 years old. And yet people constantly want to stretch that line. They want to stretch it to 21. Well, okay. So why? I don't know why, because at 18 you can vote, right? Right. You can go die for your country, whatever. I mean, the point is he, he was on rentboys.com. He's an adult. Legally, he's an adult. He you know, was advertising his escort services on a website that anyone can go to. So it's not like he was trying to hide. But wait, wait, was he using his <laughs> real name on this rentboy.com? Probably no. not, but at the point Maybe that it became an actual story. Yeah, but at, at what point? I mean, this is something completely new. This is something that has happened within the last you know, 15 years, is this whole concept that you have the right to be anonymous, that you have a right to go around and do things and not be known by your own name. That that is that is a a concept that if if this were to come up fifteen years ago, um, would be completely, you know, just uh, ridiculous. I mean, it, it, people would laugh at it. Like, you mean you, because you we to... expect the anonymity? Yeah, because people now are used to posting on message boards under a, a name, you know, like, uh, you know, under a pseudonym or whatever. It's like this is all brand new, legally. It, I mean. We, we haven't lived in this – God, I can't talk suddenly. I, I sound like Big Fatty. I can't – I can't – it's, it's just new. I mean we don't have the right to be anonymous when we go and do things in public. There's just – there's nowhere that gives us that right. Yeah, but you know why people probably expect it because when the internet started out, you could be totally anonymous. Well, but this predates the internet even, right? I mean, this message boards and BBSs and stuff like that. I'm just saying that it is now entered into the mainstream psyche that we are allowed to be, you know, the power gay on Twitter and not, you know, and not be an actual person. And I'm not picking on the power gay. It's just I'm looking at my Twitter screen and it happens to be the top one. All right, it's your example. Because he just tweeted. Um, you know, you don't have the right you don't have the legal right to not have your name known. That's there is nowhere in the Constitution that guarantees that your name shall not be made public. I mean, you can go into a slander or with libel if someone is saying something false about your name, but just giving the name of someone who is involved in a news story is in no way, shape, or form illegal unless they're a minor. So, I mean, it, it, get off your stupid whatever your high horse. Get off your high horse, people. <laughs> Uh, well, supposedly this afternoon, uh, Wreckers, however you say his name, uh, did an interview with the Miami Herald, and he says, I am not gay. No, he's not gay. He just has sex with men for money. Yeah. And that kid actually talked about the long stroke that Rikers enjoyed. <laughs> well, there you go. Uh, I'm just reading this. So what's your, next, what's your next story? All right. Well, here? the other ones were the market's down today. Meh. Drill baby drill versus spill baby spill. Well, the, I'm going to make that funny. What well, it, yeah. I say that because I say it that way because for during the campaign and you know especially oh, I know. in my state yeah. recently it was all drill baby drill. We want that oil now so we can lower our price of gas. Blah blah blah. And now that we have this you know five thousand barrels of oil being spilled in the Gulf Mexico every day. People are rethinking the whole drill off the coast thing because Virginia was going to drill, was going to allow permits for drilling off of our coast. 
You know, and actually, you guys were open to do that too down in South Carolina. Oh yeah, yeah, they absolutely were. I think they still are. Well, I think uh, Virginia might have put a hold on the uh, permits. I thought I saw it, something. Well, your governor was pushing for it yesterday, at least. Yeah, it says off drilling, drilling, oil drilling off VA coast delayed. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, thankfully, the governor is, you know, we don't live in a dictatorship. The governor doesn't get to make laws. <laughs> this still has to go through the state <laughs> Senate. Well, unfortunately, Congress. our state Senate and uh, House are just as backwards and stupid as he is. <laughs> well, I, I still think. This is one of those cases where fascism works in your favor because you have big industries that are kind of destroyed by what is happening in the Gulf. You know, the shrimping industry, the oyster industry. Um, yeah, I believe Rachel Maddow was pointing out last night that the Exxon Valdez spill, you know, is still affecting Prince Edward Sound 21 years after the fact. That's on Anderson but, Cooper tonight, actually. That's yeah. what it's all about. I mean, this is this is not something that's just going to go away. And. Well, so wait, wait, wait a bit. Explain to me how it's fascism in reverse. You mean because the companies are the businesses are because going we, under yeah, because, because corporate of, because, because in this of case big the, business right the corporate interest here of the uh, the fishing industry and the, in a state that relies on that for you know Virginia relies much more on dollars from the fishing industry than they do from the big oil companies. So in this case. You know, the fascist Republican Party that is corporately aligned is, you know, probably going to follow with the fishing industry as opposed to, let's say, the United States Senate or whatever, which in that case, the oil companies have much more sway. You know, it, yeah, because it, they, own politics, the con- they own Congress. Right. Well, politics is a local game. You know, we tend to pay attention to the federal level, but, you know, politics is always a, a local game. You know, even down to the township level, right? If you're the the big employer in town, you own the big company in town that employs most people, then you're going to have more sway with the city council than, you know, whatever, than Bob down the street. Yeah. But the and and that's wrong. But I'm just saying that in this case, I believe Virginia is going to be saved by the industry. You know, basically saying no, fuck that. You're not going to completely ruin uh, the the seafood our industry, line, especially yeah. in the time that you've just knocked out. Uh, you know, uh, our competitors. Look at our competitors on the other side of uh, of the ocean over there in the Gulf. Uh, well, they're out of the game for at least the next ten years, so we should be jacking up our prices. Don't you go and fuck that up. Well, the price of gas has gone up. It's like three oh five here now. No, no, I'm not talking about gas. I'm talking about seafood. Oh, seafood, yeah. Oh, yeah, I see what you're saying. Okay. You have one quarter of the nation's seafood comes out of that area. And and they can't fish right now. No, because they're all full of oil. Mm-hmm. And there's, you know, the, the spill may get worse. Yeah, they're trying these other things, too, but I don't know. They right, work they're going to put a damn box over it. Yeah, I and I that one like, today. In principle, I get it, but that seems like a really stupid idea, or at least <laughs> one that will only work briefly. Well, and they were going to use that box to filter the oil and put this chemical on top of it that supposedly dissipates it or something, but they don't know what the effects are on the environment of this chemical, so they can't use it. Right. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, someone's saying that it hasn't really hit the coast yet. It, okay, but it will. You've got a shit ton of oil floating out there. All you yeah. need is one hurricane, and that will bring all that oil into, it, the, into the state. Even if it doesn't hit the Gulf Coast, it's going to hit somewhere. Right. I mean, it's, 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 yeah. 
Or it's gonna and it's gonna kill everything along the way as well. I mean, it does float on the surface, luckily, but yeah. So do, well, dolphins breathe, right? I mean, right. We have dolphins mammals in the whales. ocean. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's it's horrible. I mean, I I I don't know that anyone who's in our circle, you know, I don't know anyone who's you know big drill, baby drill, whatever. We we have gotten ourselves into this you know reliance on fossil fuels, uh, even though we've long since surpassed peak oil. Um, and but they're going to block anything other than us relying on petroleum until they have gotten every single drop of it gone, until they have made every single penny that they can make off of it. Well, I think oil will be around for the rest of our lifetimes, but maybe after that it'll start to wane. Well, I don't know that it's going to be around for the rest of our lifetime. This is not a renewable resource. I know, but they, I, the last thing I heard was like we have like 50 more years we, of oil. We don't know that. That's what they're saying. And I don't think most, I'm going to be living to 96 years old. Most estimates are that we passed peak oil a long time ago. Yeah. Hmm. Well, and then. plus, with the millions of people in China buying cars and starting to drive and this, that, and the other, I mean, you know. And China is a... A bigger consumer of coal and like dirty coal. Well, if there's one thing I know about, it's coal mining. There you go, because he works at the coal mine. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, I mean, the coal thing they're they're getting better. I just read an article about they're doing some clean coal stuff. But as far as gas, they're expected to surpass us. Look at that! Um, look at that! Toppy Smelly is saying, "Let's all pray for cold fusion." Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's also saying that he wonders if the Larrys and the Fatties are really coal miners. Well, they are. Daniel has been to the coal mine. I have. I've been yeah. to the coal mine. Oh, someone wants me to say exactly what peak oil is. Peak oil it would be um, that there we've our <laughs> you have dem- the mono, Daniel. I do. Apparently, I have mononucleosis. <laughs> The Jew virus is what you have. Yeah. That's right. Uh, our usage of oil um, has exceeded the remaining amounts of oil that 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 remain. In other words, we're using it up faster than we're. So than when we're you say get. peak oil. Do you mean the amount of barrels we're able to get out of the earth each day? Or just how much is left? It, it, it's a finite resource. It, so it's we're not. On, some, we're on the other side. It's going down now. Yeah, we've already passed that. We okay. passed that back in the seventy. You need only look at. Um, Anywhere in the southwestern United States or in the southern United States, that all these abandoned oil rigs just in Texas. That's you know, true, Texas yeah. used to be a big oil place. We've pumped all that oil out. That oil is not coming back. Um, you know, then we shifted over to Saudi Arabia and we're using their oil reserves. But when they came in in order to finance OPEC and basically said, now I may get something of this wrong, but you could look it up. But the point is, is that when, when they were financing the oil in Saudi Arabia, um, they they basically walked in and said we're going to give you um, you know loans to develop this out because we need the oil based on what you have under the ground and overnight Saudi Arabia's oil reserves tripled <laughs> and they became you know multi billionaires but that's the point is they they just basically took whatever numbers they had and they tripled them so that they could borrow more money and then basically no one's ever corrected those figures oh. so when we say you know that oh yeah Saudi Arabia's got 50 years worth of oil left that's based on numbers that tripled overnight because someone was paying them per 
per reserve. So it's it's very doubtful. I mean, most there's a lot of very solid science out there that's saying we don't have more than about ten years of oil left. Oh my god, only ten years? Yeah. At our current consumption rate, yeah. Well, the consumption rate is going to get worse because look at China. As Larry said, they're coming on. Well, see what what happens is is all right. Canada has huge uh, oil reserves in their soil. It's like this weird kind of well, drill, baby, drill in Canada. No, no, it's not a drill. It's not a. It's not an oil well. It's basically it's soaked. Oh, so you'd have to like press it to get it's the oil soaked out. rock. And we never ever did that because it was just too expensive. The cost of getting that oil out of the rocks was more than we could um you know than more than we could sell the gas for. Yes, thank you, Brother Sinatus, oil shale. And so what happens is is that as the price of oil went up and everything, now suddenly it's economical to do that. So now we're tapping into Canada's big mountains of of oil shale that we are pressing out the oil with. But that again, it's not a renewable resource. It, <laughs> we're going to to lose. It's going to go away. Yeah, okay, I'm totally getting distracted. <laughs> what are you getting distracted by? Arthur just tweeted, I'm yes. thinking Daniel Brewer and I should alternate when we're on an Archer group show, or at least not be on at the same time. <laughs> yes. And then Jeff Delaney in the chat room says, is this show on every day? <laughs> no. No. It's actually going to be... kind of like the Today Show, where uh, Daniel is... Uh... Kathy Lee Gifford and Archer Archer is uh what is it, Huda or Hoda? <laughs> and Arthur or Archer? Archer Arthur. because I've been watching it because I have nothing else to do. Right, because but, you have the mono. Right. And so daytime TV has become like all too familiar to oh, me. Wait, so. did did you watch Elizabeth Hasselback crying yesterday on the I view? I do not watch the view, no. Oh, okay. No, I don't watch that crap. It's what I do watch is bad enough. I've gotten totally back into the um Days of our lives, but yeah. Oh. Okay, so I'm Hoda Kotb, and uh, Daniel is um, the Kathy. drunken Kathy Lee. Mm-hmm. Wait, and I y'all, but, I mean, you like to drink, so I mean, because they just sit around and drink all day, so perfect. Right. <laughs> I think Arthur doesn't want to be on uh, Pride Forty Eight at the same time I do because we basically would just be repeating each other. Oh, I see. Ooh. So that wasn't a bad thing. Not for us, Archer. I'm gonna say, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna assume that he can't smell me all the way in New Zealand, so it's not like a body odor thing or something. Okay, like, yeah. I can't be in the same room with him. All right. Ooh, so, speaking well, of body I was, odor, I was just about. Well, you have you not taken a shower for seven? Oh days? no, I, I have to shower like three times a day because I just sweat all day because of the, you know, the stuff going on with me. Oh, like I have some funk. I just, I have to keep showering. It's gross. Anyway, so it's kind of like it's kind of like being at work with Big Fatty. It's <laughs> far. No, it's not that bad. Okay. <laughs> it's not um, that bad. <laughs> no, I was just going to say that listening to Daniel talk about the whole oil thing reminds me of the tweet earlier when he informed me, or maybe it was Arthur who informed me, that Daniel, in fact, does know everything about everything. Except for the stuff that I don't know. Which is very little, right? Right, which is pretty much everything. But I like to pretend like I know everything about everything. Well, you know a lot about all the topics we bring up. Well, yeah, but I might have gotten something wrong in that whole oil thing. I know that I know that I, I have the concept of it right. I just don't have the, the facts at hand. Well, if anybody listening thinks that Daniel's wrong or knows that Daniel's wrong, you can leave a um, comment on the website and let us know. That is correct. Think. Or you can put it inside a concrete uh, box at the bottom of the ocean and siphon it off. <laughs> right. Very true. Um, 
Did we answer Jeff Delaney's questions? It looks like Lurie Dean's getting to his. I believe Lurie Dean has gotten to it. No, this show is not on every day. Uh, this show is on on Thursday evenings at 7.30 p.m. in the East. Correct. Mm-hmm. Where is and on Fridays, I'm live at 7 p.m. Eastern. That's right. And on Fridays, uh, Mononucleosis Boy is on with the, <laughs> the Mono Show. Uh, yeah, hey, let's talk about that, please. Okay. Daniel Brewer, please help Larry get the audio right so I don't have to hear him only in one ear. You know what? I know exactly what's wrong. He just uh, doesn't know how to No, I do. The problem is when I unplug the mixer, it resets the settings for, like, stereo, mono. So it just – I need to go in every time and move the slider back over to the middle instead of mic one being on the left and mic two being on the right. I don't know why it does it that way, but it does. So – but don't, right. when you, do you listen to it later? Because it drives me crazy hearing you only in one ear. No, I don't listen to, to myself. You <laughs> well, I don't listen to my show either, so. Yeah. No, um, actually. Really? I'm I, the only narcissist here? No, Big Fatty listens to his shows. Relentlessly. <laughs> no, you know, it's funny you say that, Archer. After you said it, I went back and. Yeah, we're recording. Like, um, and went back and played some of the stuff. Yeah. And, it's in both ears. Like, I mean, no, you have to. Li- are you sure? Like with headphones? Well, I don't. No, I don't use headphones. But see, because like- I, when I listen to it on the on the computer, it sounds like it's coming out of both speakers. But you plug it into a, a, a iPod, and it's only coming in one ear. Mm-hmm. Well, I bet I know what. It, I'm sure I know what it is. So, well, well then fix that. Yeah, before tomorrow night. Well, there wasn't going to be a show tomorrow night or next week because I was supposed to be in DC next week. But now, now that you're contagious. Well, I mean, I can't travel. I mean, I don't have the energy to make it right. You're quarantined. to the airport. Much oh, less you could get yourself a rascal. Right. <laughs> Extra special Chris would love that when uh, mm-hmm. I show up at the airport, my rascal, for do him to you, load into the car. Do you need a, a colostomy bag with this uh, illness? No, I do not. Okay. But thank you. Okay. Um, I'd, I'd appreciate everyone's offers. The funny thing is, like everyone, my mother included, is like, "Oh, you must be so miserable." And I'm like, "I'm miserable because I'm sitting at home all day. <laughs> I don't feel bad. I mean, you know, like I get feverish, but as far as feeling bad, I have a prick in my throat and I'm feverish." You know what I thought you said? Oh, you know, I have a I'm, prick yeah. in my throat. <laughs> I know. I'm just gonna. Well, it's I that. wish. <laughs> so, so you're basically you're at home all day long with a prick in your throat, right? And you sound, you sound like Big Fatty. Right. So, uh, okay. Um, speaking the, of colostomy bags, how do they get on planes? Isn't that technically a liquid? Yeah, but you'd have a medical reason, I, you know. Obviously. Okay, so you're saying terrorists can't fake a medical uh, <laughs> excuse? Terrorists can't can't fake a, a piece of medical. Uh, growing up in a family of doctors, there's not a whole lot official about those things, other than just the license number on them. So but there's like, got to be something, some way for them to alert the security ahead of time that they they have a colostomy bag. I'm just saying, if people really wanted to sneak uh, liquid explosives on a plane, couldn't they just fake all that and carry it on in a colostomy bag? I don't know. I'm just thinking they could. Um, the I was just going to say that um, uh, Arthur did uh, confirm your um, suspicion. Yes, I know. I do have the Twitter. I'm letting everyone else know. Yeah, I can read it. Read it. It says right here, Daniel Brewer is perceptive. That's we, all. That's the important part. That's the only part that matters. 
<laughs> We'd both be saying the same things on Archer is what he's saying. No, do you know how much social media I consume? If I had to read every word someone wrote, I just read what they write about me. So I, <laughs> I, I just go to the part about me and I skip the rest. So you're on your tweet deck, your only column is the at Daniel Luke. I am using Sobeys right now, but uh, no, I don't. Uh, I don't because I don't use the tweet deck because it's a, Adobe Air. It is on the PC, yeah. Oh, I'm using the tweet deck on the iPad. I don't like it, but it's the only thing that that really shows everything right now. I'm waiting for Tweety to come out on the iPad. Right. You know the mobile version works like Twitter.com works great on the iPad. Really? Yeah. I haven't even thought about doing that on the Safari. Because it updates by itself. I mean, it's not like you have to keep keep clicking refresh. Like. At Twitter.com. It just... Does it uh, does it uh, give you a mobile version since I'm on the... Yeah. If you come in from a mobile safari, it will switch you to the mobile. If not, there'll be a little thing up on top there that says mobile. Because yeah. I know yeah. that on the mobile, there's also a thing that says go to a classic view. Right. You can go to regular view just as easily. Now, but. Oh, it does say that. View Twitter in standard. You're right. But why does it always capitalize the first letter? I hate when it does that. Um, okay, let me see. Mobile.twitter.com if you wanted to force it there on your PC. Or, no, does that work if you do that on your PC, Daniel? Or I'm, doing it, I'm doing it right now. Oh, does it? So they don't automatically. Oh, oh, this is an interesting little, um, oh, actually, I like this version. This is nice. Well, there you go. I might have to stick with this. Or you can always make Safari think that it's an iPod Touch if you really want to see it. But, what, do you, what do you mean? Oh, well, I was just back to Daniel's going to the mobile site. You can always tell Safari to pretend it's mobile Safari. Oh, uh, no, I'm I'm on a PC. I was using Chrome. Oh, mm-hmm. Yeah, you can have Safari pretend that it's... You know what? I can't use my new uh, ultra super sexy... Uh, NVIDIA GTX 470 on a Mac. So, gotta gotta enjoy my world of whatever on my PC. Okay, I totally just made a Twitter button on my home screen so I can go right to Oh Twitter. my god, he totally just made a Twitter button. That is so awesome. <laughs> I'm gonna smack you. <laughs> I'm actually, I'm waiting for the Android tablets. I think those will be nice. Well, that's the, they're the only manufacturer who still um, has one coming. What do you mean? All the others have been canceled. Microsoft canceled theirs. HP is in the process okay, okay. of canceling well, theirs. Well, those are the same thing. It was the HP Slate that was going to be the Windows 7, the much-touted tablet. No, but that other it, thing that was the Microsoft thing. It had like two open... Micro, no, yes, and Microsoft is still saying they're going to make a tablet. But the one that Steve Ballmer held up on stage, that was an HP Slate, which had not been released, and that was the that was what HP was telling. We're going to come out with this new Slate. It's going to be Windows 7-based, blah, blah, blah. And then if you'll notice, HP bought Palm last week and at the same time said, oh, we're no longer going to be making the Slate. <laughs> because the problem with it is is that you cannot the same reason that the iPhone and the iPad don't run OS 10 you cannot put a desktop operating system on a mobile device there it's not tuned that way it's not it doesn't they're they're not the same animals well microsoft doesn't quite understand that and they're well and i know and they're going to lose that they thought well, they could do it yeah look at their look at their windows mobile i mean it's ugh. 
Yeah, it's, it is. I mean, yeah, it's a kludge of their desktop operating system that they're trying to shove down to a mobile device and go, look, we can run anywhere. But the, the problem with it is, is that it's not just a matter of being able to compile for a different processor. It, it's a matter of you, you have to uh, – these are very low-power tuned processors that do certain things you know, very well and very power efficiently. So, I mean, they, they need to be – the operating system has to, to – uh, what am I trying to say? The operating system has to, to work for those in, in a way that is efficient for those because otherwise you're going to kill the batteries. So anyway, so HP goes out and buys Palm, right? And it's widely speculated that they just want the web OS. They, they want the Palm OS so that they can make a new tablet with the Palm OS on it which is the, the, the web OS, which is what is being used on the Palm Pre. This is what I heard. Ching chong, ching chong, chong, ching chong, ching chong, ching chong. <laughs> oh, whatever. <laughs> right. the, the point of it is, is that really when you get down to it right now, uh, and there was just a big discussion on This Week in Tech this week about this, is, you know, everything right now, all, everybody, if, if you're a player right now, you're going into the mobile arena. It, it's like, it, it is... It's not so much that we're going to lose PCs or lose, you know, PCs with desktop operating systems. It's just that most people um, don't need a PC. So if if their needs can be met through a mobile device with a much lighter weight operating system, um, that fits a lot of people. Well, this iPad fits me because I can do everything on here that I'm that I can do on my right. laptop. Yeah, I, see, it's and got I, a word processing. It's got a database. It's got a spreadsheet. I've got all that stuff, and I'm using it too. It's at work. Right, but you also do you, – you couldn't – well, maybe you could, but you wouldn't necessarily want to sit down and edit audio and record audio on it. I, I did. I recorded my podcast. No, I know you did. That's why I took that back. But at the same time, it, it's not like you had the mixer plugged into oh, it. Oh, and, right. And it's not like um, I have a garage band that I can edit it on there. You're right. Exactly. So, I mean, there are still certain things that people are going to – content producers are still going to be using PCs, but I don't – you know, the vast majority of people are content – you know, consumers. And it's like, you know, especially, you know, people that just don't need a PC. Well, and actually, I think the iPad is, is, is a content um, consuming device, really. No, absolutely. It is. I believe I was the one that said that. Yes, you were. You're just repeating me. Totally. But I Oh, look, agree with Donna you. Sugars is in the uh, chat room. When did she come in? Hello, Donna. Just now, it says Donna Sugars entered the room. Oh, that's behind my microphone. I couldn't see that. Oh, Okay, yes. so when I tweeted from the iPad just now, I said I'm podcasting right now, it says uh-huh. via mobile web. You know yes. how it usually tells yeah. you where you come from, TweetDeck, whatever. Yes. Right. So mobile web. So that's the meaning the mobile web version of Twitter. Yes. Okay. Right. In fact, if you told it to go to the classic view of Twitter right there, then it would say it was from web. Ah, okay. Oh, and since I've been working on developing a Twitter app, I can tell you this, that if you don't if your client doesn't overwrite that, it will always say web. So even some people that are posting from clients sometimes may say web if they're developing a client and haven't changed that. Just saying. Okay. Well, Moose P tells me that he's listening right now. So hi, Moose P. Do, do we have to wait for him to say hi back? No. Okay. All right. Um, oh, and Rachel's coming. Look at all these. What are? Hello, the the show started at seven thirty. What are you people doing? I know, and we actually start. We need to wrap this up because um, <sighs> it's almost nine o'clock, and the whole point of me doing this at seven thirty was to end at eight <laughs> thirty. I'm hungry. 
I'm hungry, people. So um, do we have any more topics that we need to discuss? Of course, and now I'm up to like 12 listeners, too. <laughs> well, okay. Yes, we do have two quick topics. All right. What? Uh, number one, there's, uh, I believe, your birthday is this month. Yes, and it's at no, the end and of the month. nobody else's. No, no, nobody else is having a birthday. Nobody else's birthday. Not that They're I'm right. aware of. Okay, good. Not that I anybody I listen to. Yep, nope. Just wanted to make sure that there was no one that had a birthday coming up tomorrow, which would be the seventh. Nobody. Nobody. I don't I know. know of anyone. Yeah. I don't listen to podcasts, so. Right, exactly. Good. Yeah, how would I know? I mean, I don't listen. Huh, good. All right, and uh, that was that was one. And then, uh, oh, yeah, and it was Donna Sugar's birthday was Saturday. Oh. Oh, well, happy, happy birthday, Donna. Donna Sugar's. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing is the G'days. Can we just uh, touch on the G'days really quick? Sure, I'm not going to be there, but go ahead. <laughs> oh, and Lurie, Lurie Dean points out that uh, we are giving away a 60-day prepaid game card uh, if you leave a review, an iTunes review for Walcohol. What does that mean, a game card? I mean, you know, you get, it, it, there's a monthly subscription fee for World of Whatever, so you would get it paid for two oh, months. Oh, I see. So uh, you're bribing it, people to leave a review on iTunes. You got it. Didn't you right. listen to that discussion where we said that the reviews don't mean anything anymore? Yeah, actually they do. But no, I didn't listen to that conversation. Oh, okay. So but we, it doesn't matter to people who are established and already have their visibility, but it does matter tremendously to brand new podcasts. Oh, okay. I see what you Don't saying. show up in any searches. Anyway, uh, so what was I going to say? You were going to you were going to promote oh, the good days. So the good days. So, mm-hmm. so uh, I, I believe we have how many people so far, Mister Raider? Uh, Twenty nine, I think. Twenty nine people have signed up on the for dinner. Uh, for the dinner, that's yeah. going to be a really expensive dinner if everybody spends fifty dollars, so they don't have to pay for parking. Well, you know, not everyone's going to drive there individually. Right, me and the Gravitas and his other half are all riding together. Oh, okay, I see. The, and actually, the hotel where I'm staying is walking distance. I could technically just walk, yeah. but I'll drive. That might be better if you have a lot of drinks. Uh, we aren't actually drinking or eating um, because we're we have a circuit party to go to, so we're just showing up. Right, they're just shake hands. They're just there for the creme brulee. Wait, right. Larry, how old are you again? Uh, I'm thirty. Circuit party. 30? I will be the one of the youngest folks there. Thank you very oh much. Oh, my God. Are you serious? I am serious. <laughs> that is scary. I mean, it's not like Drug Fest circuit party. It's not anything like that. So it's really more about music and some booze. Uh, it's a lot about the booze. It's a lot about dancing. And it's a lot about surfing and riding waves. So uh, okay. Uh, I, see, I, Toppy Smelly is saying he feels bad for the waitress and the waiter. It's a buffet. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't you think know. you need to feel too sorry for them. Um, and so, yeah, so the good days we have the 29 people that are, that are showing up there. And now, you know, everybody's sort of starting this crap. I get all these phone calls. Oh, we're thinking about doing this. And are you interested in doing that? Although I have not gotten invited to the Guru Nudie Vodka um, tasting. I haven't gotten invited to a goddamn mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. Wait, is this the kind of thing that you have to be invited to or is it just an open invitation? Oh, it doesn't matter. I'm We're podcasters that are why we have huge egos and we have to be invited um and then tom and terry from yeah tom and terry from chicago they invited fatty you know to to go have a drink over at uh, the the retirement village there and they did not invite me so oh my yeah mm-hmm. like it's all and so i'm like oh miss west miss west because miss west drunk dialed me this week 
Mm-hmm. Really? Did um, you? Are you going to play that on the show tomorrow night? I am going to play it on the show. I saved it. Oh, good for I you. Know. It's quite good. Um, and you know, of course, I was passed out. But um, <laughs> so I called Miss Wesson. I was like, "Oh, Miss Wesson, I'm so excited! Like, I've decided that or I'm so excited. I'm, I've decided that we're going to hang out. Like, I'm going to get you know, hang out with you guys down in the Florida. And I think the Gravitas and his other half were going along for the ride. Not even Miss West replied to me. Like. Miss West was kind of like, okay, well, that's nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm like, you know what? Gravitas, just, I'll cancel. I'll just cancel it all. So. Ugh. He's taking his toys and he's going on. Yes, that's what it sounds like. <laughs> well, like, I figure it'll be the first real thing I can do after this stupid illness. So, like, I'll be ready for, well, here's what I, I guess I probably shouldn't say this on the air, but there's rumor that Mr. Vader will have a new job. By then, oh, is this an exclusive information? Um, Big Fatty knows. I mean, Big Fatty. Do we need to? Do we need to? Breaking news. This just in from the Little Fatty News Center. Mr. Vader will soon be Professor Vader at a college in town. A professor. Well, it's a long story, but I put my name in a hat somewhere, and they like all you have to do to be a professor is just put your no, but they knew me and they knew it. It's about social media and like emerging. Oh, you're gonna be teaching a specific course? You mean? Uh, it well, not just one. It's multiple. You do realize that professor is an actual title you can't just go in and say i'm a professor right no yeah i mean it's not like i'd be like a tenured professor or something like that (laughs) but i would be an instructor but i still would call myself professor vader um (laughs) professor vader (laughs) but uh no it's instructor vader is more like it but uh yeah you you get away with dr vader well i was just going to say what's the level of education you have to have uh secured to be this professor Mm, I mean, it it varies. Most professors they prefer. I mean, most colleges you have mostly doctorate level professors. I do not have my doctorate. Um, you have your so, masters, though, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you'd so. be master Vader. <laughs> uh, no. Oh, I'm sorry. Vader. I don't have my masters. No, I am working on my masters. I've taken. Some, but it's I don't know that it it surprised me. It was all very surprising. Wait, wait, let me just make sure. So that means you are not Master Vader. No, that means I'm Bachelor Vader. Technically, you are not a Master Vader. <laughs> um, Pro- Professor Horty. Uh, yeah, I know. All right, the but, name uh, of this show is going to be not a Master Vader. Right. <laughs> but uh, anyway, long story short, they were interested and they called me back and said, hey, are you still interested in us? And I said, my name is Mitch Warty. Yes, God, get me out of here. This place is killing me. And mm-hmm. uh, and then they kissed you and you got mono. Right. <laughs> well, actually, no, I got mono. You know, the night that I first had symptoms was when I was supposed to be in Columbia at that party. And Oh, well, friend, thank God. My friend canceled. Um, and so I didn't get to go. And then like about 10 o'clock that night, I had like a fever and was puking my brains out. So... Anyway, um, long story short, like we're supposed to be doing all this stuff, but I'm sick, so like I can't really meet with them. So I guess next week I'm just going to have to put my fancy pants on and pretend that I'm not sick and go and talk with these people. But fancy, yeah, I know. I guess I can't wear jeans and a t-shirt anymore to work. 
But we shall see. So it's kind of breaking news, but it's nothing definite. But my point is, if it happens... Hey, that's my line. But my point is, if it happens, I won't be able to take a summer vacation. So the Gadays is going to be my only vacation this summer. Oh. And you're thinking about canceling that right now because people, Miss West was drunk and didn't tell you, oh, Mr. Vader, we're so looking forward to seeing you there. Right. Even if you're not, just fucking fake it. Last okay, you know what? All right. Wait. Why? Once again, Daniel Beaver is just a big fucking pile of chopped liver because I, like, said, well, we're, we'll see you guys down there. We'll go and do stuff. And uh, now now I'm just like, I don't know. Well, I wanted real people to say, you know, they're excited to see me there. No, it's not that, Daniel. The truth is that I can see you and Joe most any time. That is just- not true because every time you say you're coming to Columbia, you cancel on us. <laughs> Well, aren't you glad I did? That's that's what. Well, I wasn't planning on kissing you. Yeah, but you may have shared a beverage or something. I never share my beverages with anyone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm um, a very greedy man. But anyway, yeah. So I figured I would see you guys down there. I mean, like I just assume these things, and maybe other people assume that. But yeah. Um. Like, I'll see you and Joe. I mean, you're staying at the Poop Century with Big Fatty and Miss West and everyone else, so... And, yeah, and apparently uh, the Turniped and Shark Bus. I'm not so envious of you for that. Um, really? But, yeah. The Turniped and I would drive each other absolutely insane. I was just looking at it from a standpoint of he's a, he's a, a, a steward. Right. I mean, so we'll have beverage service at the Poop Century. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You'll just hear a rolling cart come to your door. And I'm going to bring one of those little uh, call buttons just to put in my ring. Ding! <laughs> right. No, but we're staying down near SeaWorld, and, um, yeah, it's fine. It'll be a good time. So, hopefully, uh, oh, that is Miss West and the Gravitas with some rent boys. Oh, mm-hmm. let me see that. All right, can we end this train wreck so I can go eat? Holy crap, yeah. that is. What are they doing with the Rent Boys? Uh, you'll hear if you listen to the voicemail on my show tomorrow night. Oh, my. They both called at the exact same time. So one of them just got to leave a voicemail while the other one got to hear it ring. Um, They're yeah. both so hot. Who? The Rent Boys? Yeah. No, Miss Wes and Gravitas. Oh. Okay. Doesn't well, that run, run Rent Boy kind of look like British John in the face? Uh, no. Wait, let me look again. In the face. Which one? The short one? Yeah. I kind of think he looks like Corey Feldman. Uh, he's a porn star. His name is... Uh, British John. <laughs> no, I, I can tell you almost immediately, but it's not really that important. So is British John, did he move back to Florida now? Must. They didn't ever give the details about that, of his return. Anyway. I'm We're going- supposed to be trying to broadcast live on Pride 48. Anyway, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, in the show, do you in have the a show. date for them to broadcast live? No, because they, they haven't uh, – I, I know they've got all the information and they know how to do it, but I don't think they've announced when they're going to do it yet. Okay. All right. All right. Well, let me give you each a couple seconds to plug something, and we're going to start with Larry Vader. Well, I – since I usually have a prick down my throat, <laughs> I mean a prick in my throat. Yeah, no, uh, we're live. Uh, Fridays at 7 p.m. Eastern. The only times on that matters. Littlefatty.com. Any other time. Cha-cha. Excellent. Thanks, Archer. Yeah, I would I would just add to that that he has a prick in his throat, but he is not a masturbator. That's right. 
Uh, All right, Daniel, what do you want to um, plug tonight? Uh, you can listen to my insane ramblings about the world of whatever, trademark, uh, at wowcohol.com. You can also listen to the uh, ever-exciting and entertaining uh, live music show every Saturday night, 10 p.m. on QNation.fm and also simulcast here on uh, Pride 48 called Wowcohol Live. Very good. Now, I just and to- if you would like to add a, uh, a show to the Pride 48 lineup for Friday night, I know that there is one Miss Antivira Charles that would love to hear you in your email uh, encouraging her to do her Hulu movie night on Pride 48. And I just want to remind everybody to, to um, come back next Thursday at 7.30 p.m. because I'm now doing this weekly at 7.30 p.m. Right. Eastern and Arthur, Arthur and I will switch weeks, so he'll be here next week. You can both be on. I don't mind. Oh, no, apparently we can't suck the oxygen out of it. <laughs> All right. Well, you two say it with me. Until next time. Bye. bye. bye.